It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in the show do not necessarily reflect those of Shway Media or any subsidiaries. The program may contain strong language not suitable for young audiences. Series discussions will contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy the show! finally back. Welcome to Dubterfuge. I'm Luna. Uh, I'm Matt. And it has been a week. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. Um, How has it been a week? Uh, it has taken us like 50 years to try to put this episode together, but we finally made it work. Yes. Scheduling, um... When you have more than one person involved in a project, sucks. Also, when said people live, you know, like 2,000 miles away from each other, uh, that also complicates things. Yeah, like 1,200, but who's counting? Any who's else. Anyway, uh, speaking of going the distance, um, this week we are talking about Hisone Tomasatan. Or Hisone and Masaton, or the Dragon Pilot, whichever name you prefer. Uh, this is an original anime series uh, created by Studio Bones, uh, written by the legendary Mario Kara, directed by Hiroshi Kobayashi and Shinju Higuchi, uh, acting as the executive director. Um, and this was a Netflix exclusive, so it aired. Like, way back in the spring, um, in the normal, like, simulcast fashion. And then uh, North America got it six months later. So. Um, but, you know, thankfully, it is all on Netflix right now in all 12 episodes in multiple languages. Um please go watch it because it's great. <laughs> it is fun and cute and dragony. Yeah, this is definitely like a sleeper hit. Um, I think like it's, I feel like it's gonna kind of fall into, um, a, in, into like the, uh, the category of those shows that are like, really critically acclaimed Oblivion. Uh, but unfortunately have very like limited viewership but possibly being on Netflix might change that um it definitely had a um a low viewership when it was actually airing but probably because it was not airing legally <laughs> Yes, don't pirate. Um, any hoozles. So, what is this show about? Um, oh man, 
so uh, in this particular world, uh, planes are not actually planes. Well, some planes are planes, but there are some planes that aren't planes, if that makes sense. You got your regular fighter jets and all the stuff that we know and love, and then we got... Then we got dragons who dream of being jets. Basically, they are called an OTF, which is an organic transformed flyer. Um, and in this case, instead of like, you know, uh, the pilots accessing, you know, the controls from like, you know, a a separate cockpit, you know, um, a cockpit. Basically, uh, what happens is they are actually eaten by the dragons, and that's where the controls are. I I am not making this up. <laughs> so anyway, yes. uh, the show says another name. <laughs> another name for this ep- show can also be Dragon Vor Z, or uh, how to train your Vor Dragon. I don't know. Anyhow, or Eric. Or Aragon, if he were, if this were like a bit more militaristic, the the possibilities are endless here. We can make a lot of we can make a lot of dragon cracks. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, the story centers around a protagonist, Hisone Amakasu. Um. She is a rookie in the JDF or the Jap uh, the Japanese Defense Force, uh, where she is stationed at Gifu Air Base, um, and she's. Like, kind of just fresh out of high school. So, thankfully, this is one of the few shows that does not take place in a high school. It's it's working women doing working things. And in this case, they have all joined the military. Um, she doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life. And she's kind of a scatterbrained person. She's not very organized. But she, she means well. Um, she's just a little awkward. Um, and so she decides to join the military. Hopefully, uh, it will give her some, some sort of like direction and discipline. Um, yeah, it seems like the military would be perfect for her since she has no clue what she wants to do and is so disorganized. Like the military is basically like designed for that, like help you figure out what you're good at and get you like and get your shit together so yeah the military for her seems like a like a good fit um along the way she meets a variety of um very interesting and eccentric characters um my personal favorite being uh now kaizuki who is voiced by sarah ann williams um or Tomoyo Kurosawa. Uh, she's an angry cinnamon roll, and I love her. <laughs> uh, she's another cadet, and she is very temperamental, and at first is like very irritated by Hisone. And by the end of the show, I kind of wanted them to run off into the sunset together. <laughs> Um, and her and her tack name is Sexy Jaguar, which is awesome. Yes, great, great name for any fighter pilot. Really, that 
that's what I'd want my tag name to be. Uh, and then we have El Hoshino, um, and she's from adjoining airbase in uh, Fukuoka, called the Tsuki Airbase. Uh, she is very like, very much like a Type A personality. Very, um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say angry, but she's just very like a very stern person. Um, she actually. Um, Almost kind of okay. This is kind of like a point of contention, I think. Uh, how she sort of objectifies her uh, dragon and sort of like re- refuses to let it transform back into its natural state. Um, and at first, she kind of uh, comes off as like very, like aloof and kind of kind of mean to. Uh, her fellow pilots very standoffish yeah the going back to the objectifying her dragon thing it was while yes animal cruelty it did sort of paint her character in a more interesting light since that was how she since she wanted to be a real fighter pilot fight fly with fly a real jet but instead she felt like being a deep high was basically like a demotion or yeah consolation prize oh no like so i'm not that, saying so, there isn't like a reason for it i just felt like that was really cruel oh yeah to- totally totally cruel but it was an interesting bit of development and it was like she's just yeah at the same time she's taking her anger out on what is essentially her giant fluffy pet um so yeah don't don't use your pet's don't take your anger out on your pets to compensate for what for society failing you. Yeah, is, that's called abuse, I, and that will get yes. your ass like arrested, <laughs> probably by like you know the humane society. Um, it, or the if Japan has a dragon humane society. Um, oh, okay. Okay, just pausing for a second. Speaking of Japan and dragons, how bitchin' would a crossover of Hisamaso and Miss Kobayashi be? You cannot tell me that would not be uh, awesome. In theory, yes. Realistically, I don't see that working at all. I, I would just want to see. I just want to see it happen. I, I don't care. I don't care how south it goes. I, I just want to see. Uh, Toru and Kana meeting all the little, meeting all the other dragons and just having a good old dragon time. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like in in theory, but these are also like two wildly different universes. Yes. Okay. Uh, that going back, where where were we? Uh, okay, so the next tangent tangent the, over. The next uh, deep high we have is my second favorite character, which is Ridikos. Uh, uh, keynote Sugai. Uh, she's voiced by Erica Harlicher. Um, she is very into manga, and she kind of like mutters to herself. Um, and I, I, I love her. I love her. <laughs> she's very relatable. That I couldn't help but like understand her a bit more than the other characters um she's i i I love her disposition i think she's absolutely hilarious um 
like there's there's a part where she gets like sort of bribed with like unreleased manga chapters um and then she realizes like wait a minute this isn't the right manga she's like oh well, well. at first they were at first they were unreleased but then the guy ran out ran out of them like you can only like the manga the mangaka can only draw so much before he has to keep drawing again and yeah and so then the guy just sort of made up his own crudely depicted version of it um but she also actually kind of anyway uh and then mayumi hitomi which is voiced by xanthi huin who is a friend of a friend uh she's she's a really great voice actress i really love her a lot um she plays kind of like the mother hen uh character um mayumi um and she's like kind of like the polar opposite of um Hoshino like she's very nurturing and caring um and really just kind of wants everyone to get along but like I said she's kind of like the mother hen um and she's just a really really sweet person and her dragon I think is the one that eats that tries to eat everything oh yeah her dragons isn't hers is the uh the the giant carrier right i believe so all, all i yeah. remember is that he tries to literally eat everything inside and it's really funny i can relate to that one because when, when i'm hungry that's what i do <laughs> including uh, an entire week's worth of supplies and you know probably not good when you're stranded on an island no if you're str- so Take a lesson from that. If you're stranded on the island, never on an island, never bring your hungry friend as your extra helper because they're they're just gonna screw you. Um, <laughs> but then you know you have to anyway. Power of friendship and all. Um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna start with things that I like about this show. Um, I love the animation. I think it's gorgeous. Uh, I mean bones, just knocks it out of the park in so many different ways um yeah. yeah it was it's a different kind style of animation than what i'd really than what i'm sort of used to from bones so so yeah i, I like it when i like it when there's a huge different like noticeable difference or noticeable art style instead of just it be instead of just it looking like an anime it looks it looks like an it looks more artistic um yeah, like it's it's it looks very like painterly. Um, I really liked the more pastel color palette. Um, what else? Uh, the music is great. Uh, the opening is really really good. The ending is fantastic. It's a, uh, it's like a rendition of this old like French pop song from from the sixties, which is basically about a bunch of girls kind of going to school and hanging out and so in a way it's kind of perfect and it's accompanied by this adorable dance sequence it it wins it i it wins the award for me for just ending that will get stuck in your head for the rest of your life but um, you're okay with it and it's definitely like, that was a good song yeah, it's it's definitely one of those endings that you kind of want to scream at Netflix. Like, no, I do not want to skip this ending. 
Like, how dare you even suggest I skip this ending, Netflix? I, I know what I want. You do not know me. Um, yeah, no, that was that was extremely frustrating because then sometimes it would give you like 10 seconds and you're like, wait, no, come back. Yeah, if, if you're like distracted, like right as the ending starts and you, you got to make sure you have time to click the watch credits button or else you, you just miss all the fun. Yeah, it's it's pretty infuriating but if you do want to listen to the original song um you can listen to it in full i think it's on youtube actually um or just go track down um a francis gall record uh, it, it, really they're just fun to watch it's just fun to watch them dance i, I just like that part yeah it's, and it's cute each of their dance moves is perfectly tailored to their personality which is something i also really liked wasn't one of them floss dancing in that no oh maybe i'm thinking of something else no they're all dancing in like um or you know like styles of like the early 60s right 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 i remember now um I mean, if they were that that floss, you know, if they if they were flossing, that'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> really out of character, but also kind of funny. Anyway, um, okay. So, as much as I really enjoyed this show, uh, there are a few things that I need to bring up that I do need uh, that I that I do take issue with. And she has some grievances we need that she needs to air. So and uh, this this doesn't mean that I dislike the show or, or or anything. This does not like dampen you know my in enjoyment of the show. I still really love the show. I still highly recommend it. You know I think it's perfectly okay to criticize things that you enjoy. I mean there are lots of things that I really like that I take you know that I need to criticize. Um, and this is more of like kind of like an analytical criticism, not necessarily like, you know, something that comes out of like anger or anything like that or anything negative. But um, there is there are blatant depictions of sexual harassment. And not only that, it does tend to romanticize these instances of harassment and that's not okay with me yeah it it does a good job of drawing attention to the fact that harassment on the base in the military exists i'm not saying that makes it okay i'm just saying it it's a good portrait i think it's a good portrayal but at the same time it doesn't it fails at like vilifying it 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 does it in a for lack of a better term, boys will be boys kind of. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Style, which, like, don't. It's it's not cool, so don't. Yeah, no, very much so. And it's, and there are occasions when it's kind of played up for laughs. Um, like, for example, uh, one of the scientists that designs the uh, D-pilot suits, like, basically uses the excuse that he needs to take their measurements as an excuse to uh, openly grope these individual girls. And that's hella creepy. Yeah. He, I call him handsy because that's what he did. Like yeah, he, he felt them up to get their, he felt them up to get their measurements instead of using a 
tape measure like a rational, sane human being would. He yeah. was like, okay, that's okay, grab that. Oh, that's 43, that's 62, that's, ooh, ooh, 27, nice. It's like, no, dude, just use a tape measure and stop being creepy. Um. Oh, and then the weird government guy that was hella weird and cryptic and would basically, like, fully knowing he would the tort like the mental torture he was putting these girls through would then just sort of like you know wax lyrical about you know oh well because love and blah 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 and it's like dude shut up oh and love is another thing let's talk about that like, where oh my god <laughs> where a deepai loses all of their ability to fly and thus their value if they fall in love with someone because apparently the dragon feels like a second like a third wheel after that and rejects them but which you know like, is totally a commentary on a woman like like a woman's ability to compartmentalize their personal life and work life I I think this is definitely something that happens within Japanese culture. Um, and actually in, in, in most pa uh, patriarchal societies, I think women are definitely viewed as emotionally weak and therefore, you know, they're just so like at the mercy of romance, you know, that if they were to fall in love, that's, all they would care about and they would not do their jobs, which is complete and utter horseshit. Um, what else? What else? Oh, uh, there's definitely a, a barrier gaze trope. Um, it's a very like small sort of backstory with one particular character. Um, kind of ties into the whole love thing. Um, like basically like the one same sex couple in the entire show is of course uh, cut tragically short in a typical uh, in a typical in 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 typical fashion which couple was that again um the old woman oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember now yeah the one the one that had the whose girlfriend was the uh the original priestess yes 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 um which yeah, honestly i didn't like that the priestess had to die yeah that like just... for starters, what, like what is that even in service of? Two, um, that honestly could have been like its own show, uh, in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, like I, would, I mean, a same-sex military, same-sex military romance with dragons like, sounds awesome. Yeah, I would have watched. The I would watch crap that. out of that. Um. In fact, uh, I, I'm, if, if anyone listening to this wants to write that, please do. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'd like to read that if, if, if that exists. Um, um, yeah, actually, if if we have any uh, queer authors in in uh, amongst our listeners who would like to write that story, please do. Um, one one problem I had with the show wasn't it it wasn't with a theme or anything it was just the ending oh yeah like it seemed like Hisone and Masotan were gonna make this big sacrificial thing with the giant floating earth earth whale or whatever it was and then basically they they like did their heroic thing and then just skip town for like three months only to come back as if only to come back as if they were like on an overnight trip i just want to know where the hell they were and what they were doing while everyone else was worried sick because that is just that makes no sense uh, well they they kind of played it off with like hisone's um sort of like scatterbrainness like oh well I didn't realize we were gone so long. It's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, a few days is like, is like, you can't write off more than like a few days, maybe a week. Like for, oh yeah, Masotan wanted some down, wanted some downtime. We were in Cabo just having a, you know, chilling out for, for like a week. But no, if you're gone for three months, they have already called off the Amber Alert. Yeah, for sure. They have stopped look the rescue teams have gone home and and chalked this up as a loss and yet you just like stride in like hey guys long time no see i take issue with that yeah me as well for sure um and on that note we are going to take a very short break and we will be back with more dragon nonsense Hey everyone, Tim from Shui Media here, letting you know that we have a new show premiering in 2019 called Bands We Love to Hate. The show is hosted by singer-songwriter and host of the Schwegcast on Shui Media, Sam Schwegler, and myself. Each month, Sam and I will take a band that we as society have deemed just awful and give them one final listen to see if they're actually deserving of all this hate. And this show won't go without its research. Sam and I will be listening to arguably too much of their music, as well as watching the majority of their music videos and some live performances as well, assuming we are alive at the end of it. And you can join in on the research too. Since the show is going to be premiering at the end of every month, at the beginning of the month we will be posting the band we are going to be listening to, as well as some links to the research that we will also be doing. I know, can't you just wait to listen to Smash Mouth and Creed and Sum 41? Oh boy, I can't. Oh god, what have I done? For more information, you can find us on social media, like on Twitter, at BWLTH, and on Facebook, at Bands We Love to Hate, as well as just going to our website, BandsWeLoveToHate.com, or visiting ShwayMedia.com for more details on this new show and all the other new Shway shows coming out in 2019. 
Thank you all so much for listening, and don't forget to check out Bands We Love to Hate, premiering on Shway Media on January 31st, 2019. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Hello, um, did you miss us? So, uh, I guess final thoughts, I give this... Uh, a 12 out of 10. I give it 7 or 8 out of 10. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. There could it could have done more though. Um and the ending also could have just made way more sense than it did. Yeah. That that the ending was really what sort of just like made me put the brakes on and say what. Um I would say, despite my problems with some of the themes and so forth, I, I had a blast watching the show. Um, I had very much been looking forward to it uh, since it was announced. Um, I mean, it was un- yeah. unfortunately we had to wait, you know, like 84 years before it ever came on to Netflix, um, unfortunately. But other than that, I really... Or six months in anime time. That, that's 84 <laughs> years in anime time. Um, other than that, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I enjoyed it too. And I, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying it was... I'm not saying it was bad, but at the same time, some of the issues were pretty glaring and that sort of took me out of it, which is why I'm not... Which is why I'm not singing its praises the way my co-host is yeah um and also i love the ending theme so much i'm gonna have to listen to it again because it's still stuck in my head i'm gonna have to like flush it out or something <laughs> oh, god damn it now it's stuck again it's so catchy <laughs> too catchy all right so i think that's um, so yeah, if you want to go watch the show, uh, it's on Netflix. Um, all twelve episodes in multiple languages. Go crazy! Yeah, I guess we'll just take the rest of this to kind of briefly talk about what we're watching and what we think uh, for this current season. All right. Um, you you start. I think you're. Wa- forget what you're watching, but go um, ahead. Let's see. I've definitely had to push some shows uh, to the side uh, just because it's just I've just had no time. Um, and I've been kind of getting behind, so I've definitely kind of had to uh, press press pause on them. I might come back to them later if I remember to. <laughs> uh, that's 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 the thing, too, is like if I put a show on hold, it's not because I don't like it. It's just. I just I'm having a hard time keeping up with it and I you know um and I don't want to lose interest um anyway uh but currently um uh SSS Gridman uh which has been absolutely banging so far Gridman's pretty awesome um, it's it's oh my god it's okay first of all the animation is absolutely gorgeous Yes. Um. The the last episode um. 
there's like a big twist revealed and it's not anything unique it's definitely been been done in anime before many times but i think it was really well executed um and monica real's performance oh my, my god i think my favorite i have not i have not been that spooked by her since like another <laughs> like i had chills who wait which character i uh the little the little kid oh the kid yeah 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 also like uh, nine feet tall yeah yeah monica's new that's monica's character yeah yeah I, she rocked that but really i think the i think Lindsay Seidel as um akane. akane yeah is she's the one who's blowing me away because like her she's using the cuter side of her vocal range to play someone who will just kill you with a smile and no remorse and i the and the contrast between the cute and killer there is just perfect like hits the sweet spot every time and i i i am both love akane and am terrified of her um it's just Monica's ability to say really threatening things with a completely monotone voice will never cease to amaze me. Yeah, Monica's awesome that way. Um, but yeah, no, I I love this show so much. Um, I'm having a blast with it. Um, it's very cinematic. I it's just not... love how thirsty people are for Rika online because. Um, it's. Uh... Like, I get it, but then also I have some issues with it, but, um, cause it's like, I kind of have to keep reminding people, like, she's 16 years old, y'all. Calm down. I, I completely agree, but at the, at the same she's... time, <laughs> at the same time, to, I just okay. am amazed. To quote, to quote Michael Caine, she was 16 years old. I, I I agree, but at the same time, the level of just She's dumbstruck passion and worship I'm seeing old. is just brings 16. a tear to my eye for multiple. A, a a a minor. <laughs> it brings a tear to my age. eye for multiple from multiple emotions, <laughs> both from both jail bait <laughs> and just sadness in general. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Come on, it's Gridman. It isn't Uza made. Like, 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 I, oh God, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm just teasing y'all. Um, also, Ian Sinclair's character is the shit. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, he cracks me up. <laughs> like, in so many ways. Like, when he just, like, when he has the I, like equipment on his on his back and he like falls over because it doesn't fit through the door frame. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that I died. He he kills it in that role. It's like it's like they wanted oh, it's like they wanted someone who was Speaking almost of, Mi- Mam- Mamoru Miyano in the sub, but not quite. And then the guy was like the most perfect, not quite ever. And then Ian just nailed it later. Um, 
Oh, also speaking of absolutely nailing it, um, the antagonist Barry Andal. Yes. Uh, channeling his like inner Tim Curry. Yeah. So good. Holy crap. So good. Yeah, though. So good. Yeah, though Tim Curry is not far out of Barry's range. If you've heard, heard him in other stuff like, uh, like, in, like he, when he was in Garo Vanishing Line, that. Oh, to yeah, me, that sure. basically felt like if Tim Curry just did an American accent, like, and just did his thing, like. But yeah. Yeah, but um, and anyway, um, oh. let's see what's next. Um, speaking of Mam- oh, Mamoru Miyano, Zombieland Saga. Was actually just what I was about to bring up. <laughs> um, this show is just absolutely fucking awesome. Um. I I adore this show so much. Um, I know the last episode raised a lot of controversy. Um, Lily is a girl. Fuck you. Fight me. I thought you would be like on her side more. What what's with what's with this animosity? That's not what I'm saying. But okay. Okay. I'm. Yeah, um, I commend Mappa for taking, for having a, she'd be trans, Lily, Lily would be trans, right? I just want to make sure that's right. It's right, it's why I said she is a girl. Okay. Fuck you, fight me. Okay, okay, got got it. But yeah, I commend Mappa for doing that, and I, th- I think they're going to be sort of the avant-garde, uh, studio in the future because first they had yuri on ice which what which is which is a healthy open gay relationship that's actually realistic and not just passion 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 all the time and now they have well a trans zombie well because well because uh yuri on ice okay so the thing with that show is sayo yamamoto um, had to fight. And I mean, like, really fight for a lot of what happened in that series. Um, and I think if it weren't for her, I don't know if that series would have actually happened. Hmm. Um, Because that's how adamant she was. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact that what happens in, in episode seven, she really had to fight for that. I... Commender anyway, for it for uh, like being for that is a whole battle well fought because discussion. it was really well done and there wasn't any and it just felt the relationship felt realistic in that so I commend her on a job um, well done on that part. Anyway, back to Zombieland. Um, so oh, actually, okay, so uh, there have actually been like some really hilarious theories. Um, so on like a slightly lighter note. Uh, there are some really fun theories kind of uh, <laughs> coming up, coming about that uh, perhaps uh, Yamada Tai um, <laughs> may have actually been like reincarnated as a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's why she is the way. So like she's actually like she actually woke up. She's just acting like a dog. Like her and the dog in the show got like their bot like did a freaky friday or something 
yeah or something <laughs> along those lines which honestly i'm 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 here for it. i like, yeah, yeah i wouldn't write that off yet i i I'd put a little stock into that. I'd believe that. Also, can I please get a plushie of Romero? Yes. Please. Yes. He is so cute. <laughs> He's so cute and dead, and I love him. Yes. Um. Also, Saki is quickly becoming like my favorite character. I love that she just puts the manager in his place and just continues to beat the crap out of him whenever he's being an asshole and it's great and i love it and she's awesome yes saki is her her episode is coming up next and i'm so excited saki is best girl caitlin's playing her and absolutely owning her and she is just a treat to watch in both sub and and dub because She's tough as nails, yet has a wild side, and I love the balance there. Um, also, uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Don Bennett for going full zombie. Yes. Um, <laughs> as Yamada Tai, oh, excuse me, the legendary Yamada Tai. Um, yeah, she is not holding back in the booth at all. You can tell. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so fantastic. Um, I love this show. Yeah, and I love this show so much. And I gotta also give a shout out to uh, Rico Fajardo, who plays the manager. I everyone I know everyone loves uh, Mamoru Miyano's performance in the sub. I, I do too. Well, I don't want to take, I'm not trying to take a, away from that, but Rico is just bringing his own sort of craziness to it that I, I'm not saying it's better, but it's a good parallel. It's, it's close. I, I think he's definitely doing the best he possibly can. He's, he's going all out and I love it and I, I love it and I love him for it. And I know, like, this is, and I know, like, this is a really difficult role to pull off because I think, you know, uh, uh, like, okay, clearly this particular character is written specifically for Mamoru Miyano. Yeah. Um, in so many ways. So I think, you know, having to fill the, fill, you know, kind of fill those shoes. I know, I know that's really challenging. I think yeah. Rico is really One thing doing I wish, the best possible job. I wish I, I, I had known going in was when I, when they started, I thought it was going to be like all different kinds of music since first they had the yeah. metal show. Then they had all the, and the all the rap the battles. The impromptu rap battle. And then it's now it's just like mainlining idols i mean i'm not saying that's i'm not saying it's bad i'm not complaining i just thought they were gonna be a bit more can have a bit more of an eclectic mix like maybe next time it like maybe next episode it's gonna be like symphonic metal or symphonic metal or something or symphonic rock or whatever like trans-siberian orchestra kind of stuff yeah and the, the music's good though and I look forward to it being dubbed. Um, yeah, no, for, for, for sure. Um, and if you notice a pattern, most of the dub actresses that were cast uh, can sing. Yeah, that I was not. I, I expected that much going in. All of them have are either sing professionally or have 
major experience doing so. Like, like I, I, I was, ex- I expected Stephanie Young to be to be in this at from the beginning. Like as soon as I knew it was an idol show. Moving on, as much as I love zombies, um, moving on. Um, finally, Isekai is good again. <laughs> um, I love slime. I've been reading the light novels, and I'm really enjoying them. Um, Rimuru. Speaking of characters, I really want a plush of. Uh, I would. I love him. I love Rimuru. I really need this plushie. Brittany Karbaski is fantastic. The show is so wholesome. Mm-hmm. For once, like I haven't been this excited since like Log Horizon, <laughs> which, and I really, really, really like Log Horizon a lot. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that I'm I'm enjoying the show a lot. It's so many positive messages, mm-hmm. um, which is which is really nice, and you don't really see that a whole lot with isekai these days especially so it's really nice and refreshing to have that yeah and it's yes yes there are some harem tropes here and there but it's but I think, not a harem i think the po- i think the positivity really um makes up for it yeah i again have to commend Brittany karbowski um one it's one of the perks of having a character with uh no flaps to match like if you remember uh like a lot of the really memorable performances have been flapless recently like greg Ayers as monokuma in danganronpa or uh sunny straight as Koro sensei in assassination classroom no flaps actually um, no flaps monokuma's mouth does alternate slightly but it's very slight True, but at, at the same time, you don't have to watch. You hardly have to watch it for timing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is um, which takes a load off the actor's shoulders and lets them really sort of stretch out. And yeah, I I love how it's both inspirational and they're. I've never had a, like a harem show with harem elements and it be like that uplifting and inspirational because he could be talking about putting your best foot forward. And then in the, in the next scene, he's perving out with a beer over elf boobs. And it is just a wonderful, it is just a wonderful spread of stuff. Um, Oh, and for once the protagonist is not some stupid 15 year old little schmeckle. True. He's, late 20s early 30s roughly and ladies he's single he's also a slime but and eh, you know for now um okay moving on um probably <sighs> this is very close to becoming one of my top three shows this season um and that's bloom into you bloom into you um, yes uh tia ballard and um um lucy christian yes thank you i cannot believe i blanked out on that my goodness i'm very disappointed i'm very tired i've had a very long day um anyway uh they are just absolutely knocking this out of the park um the uh mucho props to david wald for directing um i i love this show 
Um, I love all the characters. I think the animation's gorgeous. I love the opening sequence. It's yeah. Oh my I, god! It's the just characters like a story. are just too adorable, and the interactions are basically like a hug because and it's 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 very it's very positive and i think it's very realistic yeah again it's not you know it's not it's not fan service it's not you know like ooh, two cute girls no 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 it's like no this is like you know two actual people genuinely trying to figure out what they mean to each other which is about as realistic as a relationship can get and it's honestly i love how it's i love how they've kept it pg really like i'm I'm following the dub and i think that they've had like maybe two kissing scenes in six episodes as opposed to other yuri shows where it's like six kissing scenes per episode so I well okay so I think what you mean by PG is it's not delving into a level of like really tasteless smut yes yes that's what I mean unlike a certain uh, vitamin C laced show or uh, Valkyrie Drive I, I was the last Yuri I, <laughs> the last Yuri I watched before this was Valkyrie Drive Mermaid some time ago so that show that show is very waxy and trashy very trashy like un- like no like i'm not kidding like every single character in that show looks like they were run over with a floor bumper <laughs> yes i see what you mean they're, they're very shiny i see what you mean it's hilarious yes it's absolutely hilarious i i liken it to like how um produce sellers will <laughs> spray water on their stuff to make it sort of have that glimmer so same idea just with a bunch of horny teenage girls let's get back to the wholesome part of this show shall we anyway um so the next show um that i'm really enjoying is probably my top show this season actually which is run run with the wind um even if you're not really into sports this isn't really about sports it's very much a character driven show um, it's very much about camaraderie, about kind of, again, figuring out your place in life. And for once, it does not take place in a high school. This is in college. Thank God. Um, if you're a fan of Haikyuu, if you're a fan of, you know, and the and the camaraderie that those characters shared, I think you'll very much like, like the show. Um, and... Uh, Oh man, and uh, one of the one of the characters who's a manga author, um, who's like the least in shape out of all of them, <laughs> is just like, okay. For first of all, he is like a meme gold mine. Um, so many of his like reactions and like facial expressions are just absolutely fucking priceless. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. <coughs> I'm not watching this show at all. I really think you should, but that's just me. And I really think you should too. Um, the 
I mean, I mean, like the music's great, uh, the animation's beautiful, and the the a really brilliant shot shot compositions, great character development, great character writing. I really highly recommend the show. Okay. Um. Well, you talked about a show that I'm not watching, so I'm going to. Talk about a show that I know you're not watching. Um, I have two to pick from, and I'll go from the lesser of two evils. Conception. Actually, I have three, but I'll still do Conception, which is a hair, which is a giant pile of what the fuck. A it is a harem isekai that is just very proud and comfortable. In its own skin. This guy gets zapped and his girlfriend get zapped into this world. That's actually not his girlfriend. That's his cousin. They're cousins? Oh, go figure. Oh, this yeah. guy and his cousin get zapped into a world where... Didn't you not read that? You're the one watching it. I didn't catch that part. It's been a few weeks since I saw the first episode. Hello, it's anime. Of course they're cousins. Just like Sailor Moon. Um... Except this time they actually are cousins because anime. <laughs> Anywho, he and his cousin uh, get zapped into a world. By the way, his cousin tells him she's pregnant and that he, and that for like a second she thought he was the father. So that tells you about their relationship. And so then they get zapped into a world. Turns out she was pregnant with with Mana, this really kinky red panda thing that floats around. Think like Monokuma, but actual but like smaller and just way way more perverted way way less lovable yeah with, with monokuma at least yeah any anyway they have he has to create basically he has to create star children with the, all these maidens in order to fight off these demons and it turned off a lot of people when it turns out that that this love ritual isn't actually a sex act. It's it's basically just like glory. It's basically just like glorified making out, pretty much. That and it's supposed to feel amazing. Yeah. So instant drop. So yeah, I'm watching that. <laughs> so I don't have to. Yeah, the ending is really weird. It's, um, it's mana. Like I'm an, still, I'm still traumatized. In like a human body form, in like one of those old. Please, please, please don't make me relive this so, experience. In like you know those. Oh my god. Those old like 18th, 19th century uh. toys where. You like it was like a figure that, on a whoa. stick, and when you spun the stick, the limbs would shake around, and they were like, they were like joints and stuff. It basically and looks like that, and he's just spirits and killed you in your sleep. Sure, let's go with that. It's basically that, and it's just him doing this weird interpretive sex dance, and that's a thing. Anywho, it's so it's a so bad it's good kind of show. Um, jade saxton's directing it and it's just what it's a it's a dumpster fire but i love it um i'm also and speaking of a show that started as a dumpster fire i'm going to touch on this momentarily and still is 
I'm watching Goblin Slayer. Um, and that's all we will say about it. I bes- I will say that the the aside from the un the uh, from the abhorrent blemish at the beginning, um, it's a decent it's a decent show. I'm not justifying or dismissing I that. That's all I'm saying. Vehemently disagree. That's all I'm saying on I it. Move, moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I vehemently disagree in so many ways. Um, that can be a... D- I will say, though, I will say, though, um, I have heard from people who have read the source material and and or are currently reading the source material and that it is very different from what the anime has depicted so far. Um, it's definitely not as... Um, intense so if you're still interested in it and you know and and what's been depicted in the show so far um, makes you like very uncomfortable um, maybe consider reading the source material of the original light novel um, because it's definitely not as intense from what I've been told it's the manga if you read the manga though it's more or less that particular spot is more or less scene for scene from the manga slightly different camera angles but scene for scene well i will say the original source material being light novel yes um is very much toned down from the anime i've read all about that too on to something happier um speaking of Um, happy on to something actually on to something actually good uh, I was going to say, speaking of happy, uh, fairy tale in its final season. Oh boy, um, I am not watching it. Not because I don't like it or anything. I've read the entire manga as have I. Um, for fairy tale, multiple times. Um, I've read all of Rave Master. I've read pretty much everything Mashima has like ever written. Um, I will get to it eventually. <laughs> um. At, at at some point um i'm i'm just not really in any hurry whatsoever i'm enjoying it Im- immensely uh the english cast is solid um tyler walker uh who had been who's directed it up until this season uh is now doing the script and kyle phillips who uh who engineered and assistant directed earlier in the who was an assistant directed earlier uh in the beginning and up until a couple of last of like the last couple seasons is directing and they're both doing a wonderful job um speaking of sequels um continuing with a golden comedy um it and I'm also reading the manga as well. Um, it's a pretty faithful adaptation so far. Um, I still think the animation is... It's it's improved slightly from the last season, but ever so slightly. Um, but story-wise, it continues to be, like, pretty... Um, pretty, like, faithful to the original source material. Um, and I'm still really enjoying it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I love all the characters. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm not sure how far we're going to get because, like I said, the manga is still technically ongoing. So we shall see. I'm enjoying it immensely, too. The I'm I loving Ian and Monica's chemistry in the show. It's it's a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, like, I think the mangaka watched Star Wars, rec- like one of the Star Wars movies recently, because in the newest dub episode, they basically have to cut out a, uh, cut out, anywho, moving on. Um, other sequels, uh, that I'm watching. Oh, really, really quick. Uh, shout out to, uh, 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 Brandon McInnes for playing the most what the fuck character in the entire series. Yes, the Silence of the Lambs character, the taxidermist. Uh, he puts that fucking lotion in the basket. Let me tell you. On the in the basket and on its skin, and no hose for him. Um, he nailed the creepy part. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't want to ruminate like like ruminate too much about sequels because I feel like if you know. If you're a fan of that series, you're probably already watching the sequels. Um, yeah. However, I know um, the return of the Royal Deck series has been very highly anticipated. I'm watching that um, as well. It's it's. I'm watching think, the dub. It's awesome. And I think for for a, for a minute there, I think people were a little bit nervous. It wasn't going to get localized. Uh, luckily, it did. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was gonna get localized. I thought that was like one of the like the first couple that they lead with, since it was so anticipated. So after, like most after a bunch of the shows already got announced, and then it still hadn't. That's when people started to get antsy and nervous because yeah. even Crunchyroll at the time hadn't announced it yet. So people were wondering if it had gotten licensed at all. Which yeah, it which is what which was the source of the concern. Thankfully, yeah, I'm glad it did. Jerry's directing all the, all the cast is back. The gang's all back, boys. Um, yeah, for sure. I will probably get to it eventually. It's been a really long time since I've seen that series, so I'll probably have to go back and like refresh my memory with the original, and then maybe I'll get back to the. Uh, the uh, third season, and then not only that, I think there's um, a uh, accelerator spinoff coming out at some point. So there's two spinoffs. There's it's... the third season of Railgun, which is slated for sometime next year, as well as I'm not I'm not sure when this is, but Accelerator, one of the the one of the other characters in the show, is getting his own spinoff. Yeah. So yeah, we got um, two I'm more much... of, of the uh, show, two more additions to the franchise coming um i very much prefer railgun over all of it honestly but me too me. i i do too i like how i love how much more like story driven it is and i and i honestly like misaka better as a character <laughs> in so many ways yeah she's actually tough and not a pansy and has a cool power and friends um anyway uh let's see i'm also very much enjoying double decker doug and keto um again yes um that's a fun buddy cop i would just say like it's it's in relation to 
uh, Tiger and Bunny and that. Uh, I don't know if it's really, I don't, I'm not really entirely sure what the direct connection is between the two, um, except for like it's the same create, you know, like cre- uh, creative team. Um, but if you're looking for a really fun buddy cop um, type type show, uh, really solid character designs, a really great ending theme, and just like equal parts action and hilarity. Um, I highly recommend the show. I think Micah and Ian have really, really good chemistry together. I think they yeah. work really well as like a comedic duo. Um, so yeah, I'm the really last happy big show I think them. they worked on together that I can recall was uh Space Dandy. Uh, they're in Space Dandy. They're um, and then in slightly more like side side roles in shows like Comics on the Kiss and yeah. a few others that I am currently blanking on, and I apologize. But yeah, I think Space Dandy was the big their big roles together. Um, um let's see. Are you watching Sao? <laughs> uh, I am not. I, I probably won't watch it until it gets dubbed. I'm, wa- um, that I'm watching said, it. That being said, um, I I am going to watch uh, the dub of Gun Gale online because uh, I think it just recently um, got released to Hulu. I thought it just got announced. Um, I didn't realize it got released already. Actually, I don't know if when it's being released. I know it got well, anyway. I know that. Yeah, the cast got announced. I know that much. I anyway, uh, when it happens, release. I will be watching it. <laughs> the end. Um, but yeah, um, I'm watching Alicization. Probably... It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a different, it's a different kind of story, but still Sao. And I basically love how they. Um, uh, the premise make is Asana so much better. Idiotic. Yes. But other than that, and I just like how they actually. <laughs> Show more of Asuna's character. That that's my favorite part. Um, but yeah, I'll probably get back to it when when the dub comes out. Like I said, we have all year, literally. Like we literally have all year because this show is literally airing all year. Um. Next up is oh, uh, just Se- one last. Hold on, just one last sequel I want to give a shout out to that I'm watching and loving is uh. Ace is the second season of Ace Attorney. It is awesome. Like the whole cast just has this chemistry and flow that I love and it is awesome. Go watch it. Uh my recommendation is to just play the games, but that's just me. Listen to Brandon Potter talk about coffee. It 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 will soothe your soul. The games are so much better. Agree to disagree. Uh, it's barely animated. It serves zero purpose. And just play the games. It's anyway, fun. moving on. Anywho, both are fun. <laughs> moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, Sudene uh, was recently announced as having a dub cast on High Dive, which is really cool. Um, that's the newest from uh, KyoAni. It's about archery. Uh, I don't think it's as strong necessarily as some of their other shows um, but i'm still really enjoying it um the dub is fantastic um 
really, really enjoying it so far. Um, a lot of the same cast as the dub from Haikyuu, which is really nice. Um, I'm not watching <laughs> um, So yeah, like, um, if you're into archery, if you're into cute boys, or if you just want to watch a really, um, really nicely animated character-driven story, um, I, I recommend Sudene. I also... I think Run with the Wind is the stronger of like the shows that involve uh, cute cute boys, but that's just me. Um, Irodoku and Bunny Girl and Release the Spice. Uh, actually, Release the Spice uh, is also being uh, dubcast at at the moment, um, and I believe the first four episodes are now available on High Dive, so you can go check those out. Um, my girl Juliet Simmons is voicing one of the characters and I'm really, really happy about that because she's great. Um, I think it's by the same team that did Princess Principal. Um, it's got a really cool sort of like interesting soundtrack. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, what I want to say, like late 90s sort of like drum and bass kind of music. Um, but it's a cute show. Um, again, like I said, the, the first four episodes of the dubcast are now on, on high dive, go check it out, see how you like it. Um, but yeah, um, I would say bunny girl and Irodoku and, uh, boarding school Juliet, I've kind of put on the, uh, on the uh, back burner just, just for now, just to kind of lighten the load. Bunny. I am um, watching bunny girl and it is really interesting. I definitely recommend you go back to it it is i i will eventually it's just i have i'm running out of time i know it's some interesting high school romance and existentialism (sighs) and and i've seen so many other shows like it you know like i've watched oregairu i've watched most of the monogatari series um i've only seen like the first four episodes so far, nothing has really struck me as unique about it. I will probably go back to it eventually, um, especially uh, as, you know, towards the end of the season when everybody's yelling at me, telling me how wrong I am. <laughs> so I will get back to it, I promise. Um, also, if you want to take 10 minutes out of your day just to kind of giggle and, and have fun, please watch bookseller Honda-san. It's hilarious. It is absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, so because it is a Katakawa property, um, there are a lot of like Easter eggs from that publishing company. Um, and the ones that aren't are really cleverly censored. Um, like there's a shout out to Golden Kamui in one episode and it literally just shows um, Sugimoto and a Sherpa with like bags over their heads. <laughs> But but the gen- the absolute genius part is that the Sugimoto paper bag has the scar pattern that Sugimoto has on his wow. face. And it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, I I love this show. It's they're um the episodes are really short. They're like half the length, I think, of a normal yep, episode. They're like eleven minutes, I think. 
yeah so if you just want to take like 10 or 11 minutes out of your day um maybe just watch like a couple episodes they're very episodic so you can just kind of jump in at any point they're really really amusing and really really funny another short show that i'm i'm watching uh space battleship tiramisu <laughs> it's just like funny. there's really like no relation to yamato whatsoever it's just absolute absurdity yeah it's this guy who fights <laughs> pilots a mecha and is just like ocd is all get out and it's just the antics that he's getting into um, um it's funny so so when you're when you're obsessed with cleanliness but then in zero gravity you can imagine you can imagine the insanity that ensues. Imagine like clean freak Yamada, uh, <laughs> Yamada Kun, except instead of soccer, it's giant robots in space. And um, or not uh, Yamada Aoyama. And the flying crumbs of fried shrimp. And God forbid you get noodle water all over your cockpit because that that's not coming <laughs> out. It's not. It, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one last show. One other show that I'm watching that uh, Luna isn't is Ulysses, Jean d'Arc, and the Alchemist Knights, which is just a harem about Joan of Arc, cute girls. There's a lot of kissing, and it is just, it's barely passable as substantive. <laughs> It's okay. I think I think we all are allowed at least one trash per season. I am watching so much more than one. I I I'll have to go on a trash diet next season. I'm really surprised because like usually every season there's at least one <sighs> stupid show that I'm watching, and for some reason like I don't think I've done that since like maybe the spring. Which show was that? Uh, Devil's Line. Uh, which was just ridiculous but it was also really entertaining because <laughs> it was just so stupid yeah i'm watching I'm um, like, oh. and then before that was uh hakitad tonkatsu ramens yeah that... um, which had a really great opening theme though yeah that was a good opening oh wait Such i am watching one hold on i am watching one other trash show this season the second season of uh Senron Kagura, which I honestly don't know why, because I didn't care that much for the first season. Like, I like Echi, but I also like it when they have story to them yeah. and not just boobs. Like, yeah. give me a reason for the give me a reason for the boobs. Don't just give me the boobs. Even if like one, even if it's like DXD and it's because this one kid's a total pervert. At least that's a reason. Yeah. Oh, and then also speaking of dubcasts, I'm currently watching the dubcast of Hitori Jimen no uh, My Hero, um, which is actually a compilation of two different stories. Um, and they kind of just sort of like incorporated both of them together. I think they did a really good job, but uh, David Wald's also directing it. Uh, the dubcast stars uh, Alejandro Saab, Damon Mills, Austin Tyndall, David Matranga, they all do a fantastic job. Um, third episode left me a sobbing heap. Um, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Yeah, the other dubcast I'm watching is uh, it's 
Tada from last season, but uh, Tada never falls in love. And I um, am loving that so much. Yeah. Josh Greeley and Sarah Whedon Heft are perfect. And I just want them to, I just want to hug them and keep them warm and make, and make the, and have them all just be happy together. I uh, had it's to, a really I cute was like, show. It got so, it got like so bad for me. I had to skip ahead in the sub just to see, just to make sure that everything turned out okay. <laughs> Only because I told you to. Yeah, and it was I was getting nervous anyway. Also because um mainly because I told you that Ian Sinclair plays my favorite character. Well, yeah, I already I already knew that. He and I already knew he's he was Charles. It was Charles cuz it was Charles was the reason well, I wanted to do that because I was thinking he better back up. And Actually, yeah. I I I I should correct myself. My second favorite character. Because my actual favorite character, which is the absolute unit star of the show, uh, Nyanko Big. Yes, Nyanko Big is boss. I love him. So is his girlfriend. And girlfriend number Shelley! two. Shelly! Shelly! Voiced by the lovely Christina Kelly. Um, I love that show so much. Um, okay, so, and then one other sequel that I'm watching for reasons that i cannot quite even like justify at this point it's just kind of like i've just dug myself this you know like this far into the ground fuck it uh that's tokyo ghoulry um yes i know the manga is superior in so many fucking ways um but like i said i'm i'm already this far in into this you know hole fuck it <laughs> yeah just if you can't get out of the hole just keep digging that that's that's my um philosophy on that without spoiling the latest episode i know my friend sav had a lot of issues with it because it ruined a really pivotal scene from the manga um and boy um i do like the uh, opening theme though uh, catharsis i think it's really pretty um, I mean, I'm always a fan of, um, I, I really like, like that band a lot, actually. Um, but, uh, Who does the opening theme the, again? Um, I believe it, it's not the, hang on. Um, it is, it's the same singer that did, uh, the first season, um, However, I don't know if it's the full band or if it's just the, the uh, lead singer. So I'm going to look it up really quick. Just take me like three seconds. Um, I really like the ending theme from the last season, uh, which was done by a band that I've been following for a long time called Queen Bee. They're fantastic. And you should definitely check out their music. It's on Spotify. Um, TK from from LTS or Ring Tsuite Tsigure. Um, anyway, he he sang the original theme uh, Unravel, and now he's doing uh, the opening um, Catharsis. And then the uh, ending theme is Rakuen no, no Kimi by Oysterik. Um 
and yeah, like I said, um, I, I I actually prefer the the other ending thing, but that's just me. I have so yeah, like I said, Tokyo Ghoul. I just sort of lost interest after. I I will say the manga after, uh, is gorgeous. The manga is beautiful. I just lost interest after the uh, first season of I, RE. I, and re yeah, re whatever. I think I think that's fair. I think that's that that that's perfectly fine. Um. Yeah, I, I can totally understand that. <sighs> Let's see. I think that's about it for me. Um. I'm also like kind of trying to um, re rewatch uh, some old favorites, etc. Um, <sighs> it's it's been a crazy one. One <laughs> last one last show that I'm watching, and I don't know why, just because it's barely enough. It's doing barely enough to make sense and keep my attention is uh rewrited derrida who leapt through time or derrida of the future i told you that was bad <laughs> yeah the character the characters excuse me the characters are are enough to like keep me keep my interest in it afloat but the story is just it they're I, i'm still trying to find um, the story they're running from yes some invisible dark so, group and that that's about as much as i got and there's a time machine I, and someone might be dead but isn't and yeah i'm i'm questioning my motives and that my interest in that show a lot the dub is fine is fine it's just the show itself is not good yeah like everything about that show is just an absolute fucking mess uh the premiere when it premiered uh, i think crunchyroll expo um it was it was a very awkward awkward panel um yeah th it's they just were... really it's it's just weird it's like it's like the 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 director of steins gate basically fucked off to go work on this project and somehow like co-opted yoshitoshi abe into like working on this with him but then also not listen to any of his ideas they thought crunchyroll thought that was tout was didn't Crunchyroll tout that show was supposed to be one of the bigger shows of the season? I thought they did. Uh, I mean, they pretty much overpromote all of their shows, so I don't know. True, but I like since this true, but since this one was like premiered or whatever, I thought they were sort of <laughs> over. I thought they were. I had I a little more know. stock in that show than Conception maybe. or Ulysses. I don't know, maybe, but it's pretty disappointing. Or I I thought it. I mean, I tried to watch the first episode and I was incredibly bored. Yeah, I'm. Again, it barely holds my attention, but I just don't know why I keep watching it. I don't know. Maybe it's like it's like a train wreck. You just can't. It's like a very very dull, uneventful train wreck. Yeah, probably. Um, and on that note, I think we're just about done here. Um, any other shows you want to talk about? Cause I've touched on all of mine. I think I've pretty much touched on all of mine as well. Um, 
I guess if I had to pick a top three, it would be uh, run. With wait, wait, wait! Wings. Save that for the save that for the next episode. We're doing our tops then. Remember. Uh, this is just a a three from this season. So slowly roll. Um, okay. Like I mean, I, wanna, I mean, if I had to pick, I do if I had to, if I had to pick three that I am currently enjoying, um, it would be run, run with the wind, Zombieland, and uh, Gridman. For me, that would That's be slime, I was say. Zombieland, and um, uh, the double decker. Oh yeah, are you watching uh, Radiant? Absolutely not. It's not bad. It's not uh, good either. I fell asleep reading the synopsis. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little dull, but I think the it's... only thing that slightly amuses me is that Sungwon Chol, or uh, better known as Pro ZD on on YouTube, is voicing this like maniacal cat. <laughs> Yeah, Caitlin's directing it, and she's known for eclectic one-off casting like that. And um, I, it he it works. He does no, a good he's, job. He's, he is fantastic. I'm a huge fan. Um, his videos are absolutely hysterical. Um, he's he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, next couple episodes, we're going to do our big end of the year thing, <laughs> like the best and worst, um, with a couple guests. So look forward to that. Um, and then afterward, um, our big end of the year send off. Yes. And maybe, or maybe, and maybe not a special episode here or there. I don't know. One of the shows we're covering in the, in an upcoming episode is one of my favorites that I am beyond excited to talk about. So look forward to look forward to me just geeking out for an entire episode with like the most nitpicky in depth analysis you will ever find. Yay. Um, yes. <laughs> I I might also uh be um a completely just like a puddle <laughs> by that point. Oh, if it's the show oh, with the show I'm talking about, you will be. Yeah. So, I may or may not function. So, we will see. <laughs> We're we have some fun stuff in store for you folks and Boy, howdy, are we excited about it? Um, yeah, very much looking forward to the end of the year, um, especially with the guests that I've recruited to help us out with that. Um, I think it's going to be a good show. It's going to okay. be a great show. So with that, uh, where can the people find us? You can find me on Twitter at Matthew H. Voss and my never-used Instagram, except to maybe occasionally see what's up and like a couple things, at Vomahanu. And I am at Shtera all across the social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Except I never use Snapchat, so what am I saying? Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, let's see. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You name it. 
Um, you can also follow the show at Doug's Reviewed on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook um, and, uh, and on our website, DoveDrefuge.com. And we will see you next week. Next time. See ya. And that's our show. New episodes drop every two weeks on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time on YouTube. The show is available for download on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at Dubterfuge for more updates. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.